This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova. We've got an awesome show today. We are going to obviously be covering some cool apps. We've got our Hot 5 app countdown, as always. Uh, and we're going to get uh, into rumors. Uh, big Apple announcement coming next week. Well, we've got Igor Bonifacic from Mobile Syrup to tell us what he thinks Apple is going to announce. Robots? Robots. <laughs> Killer ones. I, I'm, I'm spreading rumors now. <laughs> Hello, I'm here from Apple. I need you to close your boots and your motorcycle. No, oh my nothing? god. No. All right. <laughs> oh my god. Where Apologies to anyone of Austrian descent out there. Yes. Uh, we will also be talking about a brand new phone from a company called Huawei. Who? Uh, Huawei. Oh. A company that not a lot of folks have heard of. How do you uh, spell but that? H U A W E I. I know you were testing me there. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably spelt it wrong, but. No, you got it. it. No, you yeah, got it. Huawei. Uh, anyway, they have come out with an amazing new smartphone. If you're in the market for uh, a flagship phone, you have to listen to the uh, the segment coming up because it is amazing. All sorts of innovations in it that we haven't seen in a long, long time. How many blades does this one have? It's got 23 blades <laughs> for the closest shave. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's talk app news now. Uh, this is interesting. Apple's App Store ads could be a $2 billion business by 2020. Apple just can't stop making money. They really can't. They've tried. Um, you know, they, they do their they best. Tried. They do their best to offend customers every once in a while. Like, we'll slow your phone down with the battery thing, and also they, they, no, they're just. Oh my god! I have to tell you guys, I just got my battery replaced finally. And how was it on your iPhone six? On success, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's quite the distinction there. So you got to replace because uh, they have a deal on that. Until December 2018. So if, you, if you've got a 6 or up, you need to go into the Apple store before the end of the year, even if your battery is still okay, and you'll get a new battery for 35 bucks. I'm going to do this on my 10 because it's down to 90% battery. No, can battery you do it on other things other than 6s? Oh, yeah. I did All the way up to you the You should do it once yes. on, a, devi- on yeah. a device. The only, one that, the only ones that aren't eligible, I believe, are the iPhone, I want to say SE, uh, the 10s, the 10s Max, and the 10R. But anything before the 6, also not eligible. So from the 6 to the 10, minus those ones that we just mentioned, 35 bucks, get your new battery. And it's amazing. And so you got yours replaced. I got mine replaced. Yeah, night and day. It's night and day. I mean, that battery was a problem for me right from day one on that phone. Mm -hmm. And... That's very unfortunate when <laughs> when you live on your phone. <laughs> yeah, thirty five bucks though. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So now you can actually consume these new ads on the Apple App Store, making Apple another how much two billion dollars by twenty twenty. They're they're killing it. So, so they've done a couple of things here, right? They had their uh, commission based recommendation program that um, you know websites like Touch Arcade operated off of. Uh, we should make a note here that at no point have we been part of that program. We've been very agnostic when it comes to app stores and brands and things like that. I didn't know I could make money doing this. I would totally sell out. I was totally keeping it under the under wraps. I'm I didn't totally watch it. Sell, if <laughs> Apple, if I can make some money by recommending apps, let me know. <laughs> Hashtag sellout. Um, Hashtag sellout. Uh, but yeah, so essentially what they've done is they've, they've internalized that process. And you know, websites like Touch Arcade obviously were, were not happy about it because now, now they need to find a new revenue stream. <laughs> they killed their entire business. Well, this is kind of, I mean, it's one of the things that Apple and Google do particularly well. Microsoft used to do, right, which was the embrace, extend, exterminate yes. was the thing. So uh, this is the extermination process and then extort, I think, from the rest of everyone else. Uh, where they're now selling spots on the App Store, and you, you can tell when something is sponsored. Uh, but yeah, there's 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 money in them, their hills, both from app developers and from consumers. So 
there you go. Have you guys, have you found the App Store to be more useful since iOS 12 launched? It's like better curation, better recommendations. Uh, I yeah. actually really like the curated approach on the on the App Store. I definitely have seen a difference there. Um, and I'm more likely to spend more time in there these days. See, that's how they get you. That is how they get me. Yeah. So, I, it, so it works. It, it has worked. I've, yes. I've noticed that. Cause, I mean, obviously, I download a lot of apps for the show here and for my own personal use. But I've actually noticed that I am finding, finding more apps. great new apps. And yeah. apps that, you know, typically I've had another app that's done this in the past, but a developer's got a new take on it. You know, it's, there's some great camera apps that are out there right now. I'm obviously a bit of a fitness nut, so I kind of I try the new fitness app every week. So, yeah, very cool. You know, I don't begrudge Apple this $2 billion because it seems like they're doing the work. I could use a little of that. <laughs> Let's move on to the next story. Instagram just surpassed Snapchat as the most used app among American teens, according to a new Wall Street survey. And as most of our listeners right now are going, Snapchat? In- Instagram? <laughs> I feel like I need a cowbell to ring because we called this one. Like, Christina, you, you called this in specific this time last year. You're like, Snapchat? Nah. Well, especially after the redesign, I think they really shot themselves in the foot. But okay, let's be clear here. So the difference is 1%. <laughs> oh, okay. You are the 1%. That likes Instagram. Honestly, though, like... Okay, it, but Snapchat was huge. Snapchat was huge with the young It was huge. So folks. what this was... And if was, you're over 20, you have no idea what Snapchat no, is. No, and I still have not figured out how to use it. And I won't tell you how old I am, but I'm not that old. <laughs> 34. <laughs> She's 34. <laughs> 22. Blackjack. I'm not 34. Oh, you're not? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Things just got dark in here. Yeah. I'm backing out of the room slowly. So Instagram, owned by Facebook, uh, they have basically been copying everything that makes Snapchat Snapchat so <laughs> successful. Embrace, extend, exterminate. This and, is kind of a... And it works. Yeah. You know, honestly, like, I mean, I like Instagram. I think the content that I find there to be quite beautiful. Um, you know, I, I do know how Snapchat works and maybe it's a kids get off my lawn thing, but I was just like, this is vapid. Yeah, it's a little weird. It, it's a little shallow, but it, also I just don't find it to be very intuitive and I think that's the problem that I have with it. Yeah, mostly. Pe- people would like send snaps to me. I'm like, why? Why are you sending this? This is. And why are there flowers around your head? Yeah, put the, put this on Instagram. You're <laughs> killing me here, kids. So in any case, uh, you know, we we kind of called it. I feel we we had, but this is the thing. There was this massive swing towards Snapchat, and momentum got arrested. <laughs> Again, none of the listeners right now are caring about this because they <laughs> they have never loaded Snapchat. Should we? We should. We should. Or, just, we should or just I would on. say I would say most have not even used Instagram. Okay, but so this was what was interesting to me. So the difference was 1%. 85% of teens said they used Instagram at least once a month, while 84% said they used Snapchat at least once a month. So that's pretty funny. But also, when asked what was their favorite, they overwhelmingly voted Snapchat, even though they clearly use Instagram more. And that's teenagers for you. (laughs) When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking to Ted Kritsonos out of Toronto about the new Huawei Mate 20 Pro phone. This thing is pretty cool and uh, some crazy tech in it that you've just not ever heard of before or seen and uh it's it's an amazing uh, new device you're listening to the app show here on the chorus radio network back after this you are back with the app show mike agarbo here in studio with graham and christina I want to talk about uh a company that not many people have heard of when it comes to smartphones huawei i was just recently over in uh, london in the uk for uh 
big announcement they had last week. Uh, they announced uh, a slew of new phones, uh, watches, wearables. It, it was really quite amazing. Uh, on the line, uh, I've got a good friend, Ted Kritsonos uh, from Toronto. Thanks for joining us, Ted. Good to be with you, Mike. Uh, Ted, you were over in the UK as well uh, with me, and uh, you uh, had a chance to check out uh, all the uh, the Huawei uh, goodness uh, that they were announcing. Uh, both of us got our hands on the new uh, Huawei Mate 20 Pro, and uh, this is a pretty interesting phone. I don't get uh, excited a lot uh, about uh, some of these smartphone uh, releases lately, but this one uh, was very interesting. Uh, Huawei, uh, a Chinese company, they've been making smartphones for a few years now, been getting pretty good reviews uh, on the models that they've been coming out with but this one for me took it to another level your thoughts ted yeah no i have to agree i think that they they're taking some chances uh with this device uh on the one hand i think that they're they're betting that if they can showcase a couple of features and some performance that can really resonate with people you know that really delivers something that people haven't had before that they might be able to make some inroads and get people talking at least about them and maybe even giving them a chance when it comes to buying their next phone. Now, we don't know the price yet for the May 20 Pro. We do know it's coming to Canada. We, we don't know the price yet, but I imagine it will it'll, it'll be expensive. This is not going to be a cheap phone, just so that people understand. This is a flagship device. But that being said, it's going to come with features that other phones simply don't have. And that was the interesting thing for me, Ted. Uh, you know, the phone in itself, before we talk about these other features that were actually very innovative, uh, they've basically taken the best of all the other smartphone manufacturers out there. And I'm specifically looking at uh, Apple with the iPhone tens, uh, and, and Samsung as well. Uh, the phone looks uh, kind of similar to a Samsung device in one way that it has uh, the curved o- OLED uh, display, uh, and then kind of like an iPhone because it's got the little notch up top uh, as well. So it does the 3D face unlock. Uh, it, it does many of the other things that the Samsung and Apple phones do, but there were a few innovative uh, things. I think the, one of the big things for me, Ted, is that, um, sure, the 3D face unlock, and, and it works excellently, uh, they also had a fingerprint scanner built directly into the screen. Yeah, yeah, this was this uh, got some oohs and ahs uh, from the crowd I, I, when, when it was announced. I'm sure you saw that, too. And I was, I, you know, admittedly, I was skeptical. I thought, okay, well, all right. I mean, this has been rumored for a while. I mean, Apple and Samsung especially were rumored to be doing this. They have not up to this point. So Huawei is going to be first uh, out the door, out the gate uh, to put that in. At first, after I set it up, I, I found it a little bit odd. Uh, you know, it wasn't really registering. Like, I mean, I could register the, the fingerprint. It's just that when it came to unlocking the screen, it, it wasn't as good as, you know, an actual sensor, like in the back of the phone or in front of the phone. But I've got to tell you, you know, it's been over a week now, and uh, it, it's getting better and better. Uh, each time I'm using it, um, I'm finding it less, you know, less difficult uh, to get through and, and more natural to use. Uh, so I think, uh, they, you know, I think if people try it uh, and then give it a little bit of a chance, I think they'll find that actually it works quite well. Before we get to the cameras, which were a big deal for me, uh, another interesting feature is that it had wireless charging, like a lot of the new flagship uh, smartphones have, but it had reverse wireless charging. You could actually charge your your friend's smartphone that has you know wireless charging capabilities with that particular smartphone, which I, I thought was amazing. I never even thought of something like that. 
Absolutely, yeah. No, I, you know, this actually helped me in, in London uh, at one point. I, my iPhone uh, 10s was uh, a little bit low, and, and I realized, hold on a second, I, I may not have a portable charger with me, but I, I could just use the phone. Now, mind you, um, the the charging rate is pretty slow, so you don't look at this now as a feature where you're going to be able to recharge your phone completely. But the whole idea is basically just to keep the phone going. Um, now, I have to say, this is the feature that I've been showing people that has gotten the most reaction. Um, <laughs> it, 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 like, people are just kind of like, what is <laughs> actually happening? Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. I mean, you know, I would have thought the fingerprint sensor would have done it, but no. Uh, it, it's, it's been the, the wireless charging, the reverse wireless charging has actually garnered the, the biggest response, uh, you know, next probably to the camera, uh, which uh, has garnered its own response. Yeah, the camera I, I thought was uh, very interesting. You know, we've seen obviously uh, smartphones come with great cameras. Uh, then, uh, you know, they had the dual lenses, uh, and now with uh, the new uh, Huawei Mate Twenty Pro, it's got a triple Leica lens system on it. So there's actually three lenses on this smartphone. Uh, I believe a wide, an ultra wide, and a telephoto lens uh, as well. Uh, and, you know, I've, I've had a chance to, you know, take a bunch of pictures with it. And I, I have to say, they're pretty good. They are pretty good. Yeah, no, I shot extensively with this phone. Uh, while I was in London, I've been shooting here too. And it's, it's a good combination of features because the the, uh, the the telephoto lenses are three times optical zoom, so that you, you get a little bit you get a little bit closer to the subject than you would with an iPhone, which has a two times optical zoom. Um, and then you ultra you also have the ultra wide angle as well, which is great for just getting more of a scene uh, into into the frame. Um, the night mode, I, I will say, is, is one of those features that you just don't see on any other device. Uh, and, and I've had some good success shooting with it. There are a couple of caveats, but the point is basically that you are emulating shooting in low light or night at night as if you're shooting with a tripod you know, on a timer and a really long exposure. So just to put it in perspective, if you're going to shoot at night with any camera, any movement is, is going to ruin the image because uh, it, the sensitivity to light is just that dramatic. Uh, what these guys have done is they've used software basically to emulate that whole situation, but to reduce the shake in your own hands. So if you're shooting a static image, you're shooting like, you know, let's say you're shooting a, a really well-lit building or, or, or something like that, uh, you're, you're going to get a pretty good shot out of that. I mean, much better than anything you get on another phone. The caveat, of course, is that if you're shooting a moving subject, or if you're moving yourself, you're on a boat or something like that, you're, you're not going to get the same results. So, you know, there, there are some, some caveats to using it, but I mean, when it comes to just taking shots of anything that's just there, I mean, a great scene at night, especially something that's well lit, it, I mean, the results are beautiful. I have to say, far better than, than, than anything I've seen on another phone. I was amazed at it because, uh, you know, I, I've tried a number of phones uh, and uh, that's kind of a weakness for a lot of these smartphones, uh, you know, taking shots at night or in low light. Uh, the, the shots I took with a Huawei uh, Mate 20 Pro at night, they were just dramatically better. Like it was fantastic and in, in pretty well most cases, uh, uh, you know, where I, I was shooting. And, you know, again, uh, obviously it's not perfect, but it, it was 
it was pretty good. Like uh, the way that it handled uh, the light uh, and uh, and even my my shaky hand as well because it's uh, obviously keeping the the lens open a little bit longer there. But uh, I think they've done uh, an amazing uh, an amazing job there. Uh, one of the other features uh, I don't know if you tried this yet, Ted. I haven't I haven't figured it out. Uh, apparently, the phone can also uh, take a picture of food and tell you how many calories is in it. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't tried that feature, and, and to be very frank, I, it, to me it's very gimmicky. <laughs> I, I I I have no real expectations of a feature like that. I don't know how. I mean, okay, great. you can you can basically take a shot. You can um, essentially use the three D photo features uh, to just kind of scan the food, and then it you know it kind of it tries to extrapolate some kind of information to give you an idea of what it is you're eating as far as calories go. Uh, I think there's a lot of guesswork that goes into that. I don't know how it can differentiate how, let's say, a cake is made. Like, what kind of ingredients went into making the cake? Uh, you know, there, I mean, you have some cakes that are totally vegan that might have, you know, far less fat in them. Uh, and then you have, obviously, something that, that, that has plenty of fat in it. And I don't know that uh, this type of feature can can really glean those types of results. So uh, I'm not I'm not as excited as... Uh, you know, as, as Huawei tried to portray with uh, with that feature. Yeah, but it was sure interesting to talk about it. <laughs> but it was just—I <laughs> yeah, mean, there was know. there were so many things uh, that they announced about this phone. Uh, we don't even have time to cover it. I mean, one of the things was that you could take uh, 3D models of. Uh, uh, of items uh, and uh, and bring them into your phone. Uh, they also have dual SIM card uh, slot on there, uh, where you can actually use a new nano memory card. Uh, you know, if you're not using the second SIM card slot uh, for additional memory, uh, you know, the list goes on and on. Uh, Ted, I want to thank you so much for joining us. We we'll have to have uh, you on again soon. Yeah, always a pleasure, Mike. Thanks for having me. Ted Kritsonos, uh, our uh, great tech friend from Toronto. When we come back from the break, more App Talk. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Christina Stoyanova. Don't forget to keep listening here. We're going to be going through all the Apple rumors on the upcoming announcement next week. They're going to be uh, apparently uh, releasing some really cool new gear. But uh, before we get to our uh, Hot 5 shortly here, we're going to get some learning on. iPhone Tip of the Week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. So our iOS Tip of the Week is kind of an interesting one. I've just got a brand new uh, Apple Watch. Uh, and so now I can actually get watchOS 5, and I think both of you have uh, watchOS 5 watches. Yeah. Christine, you haven't updated it yet, but Mike, you have. I have. And so the, the new feature is walkie-talkie. Okay. Have you used it yet? No. Okay, so what you're going to do is actually go into your menu. You can do this with me right now. Yep. And click on the walkie-talkie icon. And in there, you'll actually see a list of all of your contacts. Now, Mike, you, right now, you're going to see the fact that I have invited you to walkie-talkie. So... What you do is you click accept if someone's invited you, or you click invite, and if they've got a watchOS 5 capable watch, it will send them an invitation. And what this does is it makes you available for one-touch talking. So you basically find that person, press and hold on their name, and now you can talk to them like Dick Tracy through your watch. Best thing about this is if you want to turn that feature off, you can actually click the available radio button at the top, and it will flick that switch over so you can't be reached there. So this is actually truly a feature for your convenience. So this week's iOS tip of the week is actually a watchOS tip of the week, and that is turn on walkie-talkie. Love it. The Weekly App Hot 5. 
This week, our Hot 5 app countdown is Hot 5 file transfer apps. If you ever wanted to transfer files between devices, well, we've got five apps that'll help you do it. Starting off with AirDroid. AirDroid. So AirDroid is a great little app for your Android users out there. We like to be very platform agnostic. And this comes in both personal and business varieties. There is a free plan and there is a premium plan. And what it does let you do is it lets you transfer files back and forth to people relatively easily. It lets you send screenshots very quickly. It also has remote camera capabilities. So you can basically trigger a webcam or you can trigger the camera on your phone uh, through either the web client or the phone client. Very handy little piece of software. Uh, Looks a little weird. Not really sure where the developer is from. It seems like English, probably not their first language, but still a cool app nonetheless. And that is AirDroid. Number four on the Hot 5 app countdown, we've got ShareIt. ShareIt is actually available for Android and iOS, and it has over 500 million downloads, so you know it's got to be good, right? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. No, it is a lot. It actually works over Wi-Fi, so it allows you to file transfer um, any files such as photos, videos, apps, and more via your Wi-Fi signal. And once the two devices are connected, the files that are available for transfer are actually visible to the recipient, so they can actually select those without the sender having to be involved in that. It's free to download, but it does have some uh, ads in, in the app. Number three on the Hot 5 app countdown this week, we're talking about file transfer apps. We transfer. We transfer. I love we transfer. I've been using this for years. And this actually started out as a web app where you could basically upload your file to the web uh, because we all tried to send things through like email and FTP and that never worked, did it? No. So uh, what we transfer did was it uploaded the file to their server. It gave the person a link in their email. They could go and download it. Uh, files up to two gigabytes unpaid. Uh, well, then now they've, they've actually got an iOS app. And as of July this year, an Android app as well. So you can take that beautiful 4K video that you've shot on your iPhone 10 or your Huawei Mate 20, and it's massive and ridiculous. And instead of sending it through text messaging or direct file transfer or FTP, they get a WeTransfer link. Very cool little app. Really, really well done for what it does. Number two on the Hot 5 app countdown, Send Anywhere. Send Anywhere is also a Wi-Fi direct uh, file transfer app. It also has st- has some cloud storage available, which is great. So you can actually move your files to the cloud. And once they're uploaded there, you can share them more easily. Um, and this one is also free, but it does have some in-app purchases as well as some ads. The number one file transfer app uh, this week is AirDrop, available only for iOS, but... Uh I kind of pushed for number one on this one because it's just so beautifully elegant and it's just hard-baked into the operating system and it just kind of works. So if you are in the Apple universe, this is kind of the de facto file transfer program, uh, whether you're on an iPhone, an iPad, or even a Mac. It works so well. Like, honestly, I love this because when you show it to people for the first time, they're like... It's magic. It does. It changes your life. It's super, super fast. It changes your and life. And it's like when you're sharing pictures and things like that. Yeah. You know, let me just air, airdrop that to you. One of my favorite things, though, is when people leave their airdrop onto all contacts when you're on transit. Oh, yeah. So you just send them pictures <laughs> of I send yours? them, like, pictures of my cat. <laughs> I bet. I bet you do. I do. Michael. <laughs> <You> weirdo. <laughs> So if you're on the bus and you get a weird picture of a cat. A gorgeous you, cat. You know that Back Graham, up on this, Christine. A good-looking cat? It, it's a good-looking cat, yes. guys. <laughs> no, it's a freaky-looking cat. And if you're on a bus and you got a picture of a cat sent to you, you'd freak out. 
Yeah, well, that's the whole point. Don't leave your airdrop on for everyone. To get. You can, so here's the thing. You can set this to uh, open to everyone, which is weird, or open to contacts, which is great, but you do need that person in your contacts. So if you're going to turn it on to everyone, turn that back to contacts when you're done, because otherwise you are going to get cat bombed. Cat bombed. Cat bombed. It's a thing. Good times. When we come back from the break, we have a lot more to talk about here on the App Show. Uh, We'll be talking about the hot rumors for the Apple announcement uh, next week. And uh, also later in the program, uh, of course, uh, we'll be talking about more apps, including our crazy app of the week. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. Well, big announcements coming from Apple next week, uh, right in time for holiday season, and the rumor mill is alive with uh, what could possibly be uh, coming down the pipe. On the line, we've uh, got our secret agent, Igor Bonifacic from Mobile Syrup. Thanks for joining us, Igor. My pleasure, reporting for duty. <laughs> uh, it's it's always exciting when Apple has announcements. Um, what, what are you expecting uh, to see they announce uh, coming next week. It's going to be the iPad Pro and the kitchen sink. Uh, There's a lot of rumors going into this one that we're going to see quite a few products, including the uh, AirPower, colloquially known as the WearPower, because we haven't seen it in a year since they announced it at uh, last year's iPhone event. We may see new AirPods, which are going to come with a new wireless uh, charging case, so you can charge them on, hopefully, this uh, air power and other Qi compatible um, power mats and a new iPad mini perhaps we haven't seen that updated in a couple of years and I think most uh, the most exciting announcement for a lot of people is that there might be a new successor to the uh, MacBook Air. Yeah, that'd be interesting. They haven't really updated that particular laptop in a long, long time. And I, I know so many people that have uh, MacBook Airs. They love them. They swear by them. But uh, it would be nice to see uh, a, a refresh of that line. But you think we might see something? Yeah. So that's you know. So what's interesting about the uh, MacBook Airs? I've been thinking about this, and it's one of the few products that's left over from the Jobs era, right? Like everything has been replaced. Is kind of that in the Mac or the um, uh, iPad mini as well as the Mac mini, which is also rumored to get a refresh. Um, it seems to be up in the air. Like it may happen. It may not happen. Um, my friend, my colleague Patrick was joking that Apple might just announce it in a press release at some later date. Um, just so that Apple doesn't take away the attention from the iPad pro, which is kind of the, the product they want to talk about on Tuesday. Um, I'm hopeful because I think, you know, Apple's lineup is really missing something like the Mac, uh, the MacBook air was such a great product for its time. It's kind of just through, you know, lack of attention has grown really dated. And I think it really does need an update. And it's one of those products, like I said, that is to me and for a lot of people like a favorite. We'll be uh, interested to see if uh, they do do that. Uh, but let's talk about the iPad Pros. Uh, uh, if you get a chance, uh, check out mobilesyrup.com and uh, find Igor's uh, article on there. Uh, he's got uh, uh, a few, uh, I guess, renders, uh, some pictures of what uh, they think it might uh, look like. And if it does uh, come out like that, it's looking pretty slick. But one of the things I noticed in your article, uh, Igor, is that uh, you're you're thinking that they're going to do away with the, uh, the the lightning connector and go with a USB-C uh, connector instead. Yeah, so it's it's a. I mean, 
it's almost a move that makes too much sense. And then as a result, Apple might not do it because they sometimes do things that are a bit unintuitive. Um, and, but it would make a lot of sense because it would open up so many, like, it'd be great. Like for instance, you wouldn't have to carry two chargers. If you also have a MacBook pro, for instance, you could just, you know, your MacBook pro, charger could charge both devices and it would charge it faster than the little like dinghy of a charger that you get with iPads right now. <laughs> um, uh, you know, so it makes, it makes almost too much sense. And especially from like the pro perspective where it also opens up, like it's really easy to then use that Mac iPad pro, excuse me, to power a 4k display for instance. And, you know, that's the thing we've kind of known about Apple's hardware for a long time. The Silicon, they make it super powerful. Right. And so, um, this just seems from that pro perspective of like what pros want to do with these devices that the USB-C would just open up so much more. Um, I don't know for the average consumer, then again, the, you know, the iPad pro is not targeted to the average consumer, but there is a lot of benefit there. And my last thing on uh, the iPad Pro rumors, uh, they're uh, talking about f- uh, face, uh, 3D face unlock uh, as well. So they'll have uh, kind of the same features as the iPhone X uh, when it comes to security. Yeah, and uh, so they're going to probably do away with the Touch ID, which, you know, in some ways is unfortunate because I think, you know, Touch ID was such a great product. Not that Face ID isn't great either. But um, anyway, to get back to it, it's, the nice thing here is that you'll be able to use it both in portrait mode as you do on the iPhone, but then also in landscape. So, um, and I, you know, obviously that's the way most people use their iPads, right? Like they, they sit it uh, horizontally on their lap and they, you know, look at content. So this will make it just like work really great. Um, and I think it'll kind of speed up the process of just using this uh, device. And finally, just want to talk about that wireless charging pad. Uh, that was an, basically announced last year. The idea was that uh, it was large enough to charge a few of your Apple devices at a time, like your phone, uh, your watch, and even uh, an Apple uh, AirPod case. Uh, do you think we might finally see it for holiday here? I hope so. You know, so the interesting thing is um, if you look in the um, – so there was a rumor that – um, or I should say, so it was a report from uh, Bloomberg reporter Mark Gurman that they just had to have run into some very like deep and complicated uh, technical and engineering issues uh, that had delayed it. But the kind of light at the end of the tunnel is that um, the iPhone XS and the XS Max in their kind of getting started page, there are references and quite a few of them to the uh, air power. So I think that is a sign that Apple has not abandoned this project and that they were going to finally see it. And I really do think the timing makes sense because as you mentioned, the holiday season's coming up, right? Like what better time to, at least from kind of a corporate perspective for consumers to splurge on these devices. What's the uh, announcement date again? Uh, The 30th. 30th. Well, we'll uh, be looking forward to seeing what uh, they roll out. Igor, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. That was Igor Bonifacic from MobileSyrup.com. Fantastic website uh, for anything mobile. When we come back from the break, more apps to talk about. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. We've got, we've got apps to talk about still. Before we get to our uh, Facebook tip of the week, we're going to do a crazy app of the week. We haven't done a crazy app lately. And uh, Christina... But this, I can't, who can resist this? This, is, this one's all yours. Go. 
Donald Daters. Donald Daters. Yes, they're making America date again with an app. Without bias, judgment, or liberal intolerance, with the free Donald Daters app, you have the power to quickly find the right partner near you. I'm feeling good about this one. Did you see what I did there? I, the I right. like that. It's, it, the right's all capitals, right? Yes. The right. <laughs> this is crazy. So <laughs> what I love about this, uh, the reason it even came to our attention uh, is because it's already been hacked. Yes. <laughs> the uh, user data was leaked um, on day one of launch. All 1,600 users, their profiles, their profile uh, photos, and all of their private messages <laughs> we're hacked. <laughs> so, sh- shut, shut the front door. Uh, did you say 1,600? Yes. 1,600. <laughs> Dating pool's wide in that one, fellas. 1,500 are men. Hi there. I was really hoping that I could get a date. I have some policies I'd like to discuss over dinner. They, 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 this is the thing. They say when you go on a date, don't discuss politics. Here's the thing, though. I suppose this is kind of a good thing because the last thing that you want to do when you're, you know, like three or four weeks in is spring it on someone. Like, oh by the God. way. Can you imagine? Here are my politics. How do they shape up with yours? I think maybe in the States you kind of have to lead with that now because it's like, oh, we hate each other. Like, we, we, we're getting along, but, you know, we both consider each other terrible people so i guess we're done here like okay cool fair enough that is a crazy app of the week that has got to be the craziest one that i've come across <laughs> in, a, just, in a long time i find it amusing that Certainly. there's a need for this that someone has found a market niche for this app is there any canadian ones you think well I, you know i was thinking actually they're, they're gonna bring this to canada and they're gonna call it bernier buddies <laughs> it'll be really no okay <laughs> You know what? We should start that. We should totally start that up. How hard could it be? Get connected users. incubator. Right. If you're out there with some seed funding, you let us know. We will make this happen. Bernier buddies. Bernier buddies. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Facebook tip of the week. What do we have, Graham? Our Facebook tip of the week is actually for groups. So, for example, if you are uh, a group of lonely singles looking to date, I don't know. Uh, if you're part of a Facebook group and you want to get quicker access to it, go into your group section and add it to favorites. And all you do is scroll down to that group, press and hold on the group, click add to favorites, and it will bring them up to the top. So if you're parts of larger groups, uh, that, that definitely helps. Uh, I know it helps me keep, keep me organized, right, when I'm going out to Dungeons & Dragons on a Thursday night. Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. Christine's okay. a huge fan. <laughs> she, she knows when to roll them. Who knows when to hold them. No. It's like we're speaking a different language now. Yeah. <laughs> You're the kind of girls that would never talk to the guys that play Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I talk to Graham all the time. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Yeah, but he's been hiding it from you <laughs> for years. I've been talking about this since I started again. Ladies, hello. Who wants to roll some dice? So, funny story. Uh, my son, 22 years old, came to me last night, or was the night before? I can't remember. And he said, I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons yes. tonight. What have you done, Graham? Have you been talking to? <laughs> Got another one. And they did it on the phone. Yeah. Kind of, what kind of weirdos play Dungeon and Dragons on the phone? You're looking it, at them. <laughs> I know, but isn't that the point to actually get together? It can be, but sometimes you can't always. Like, so if you live out in the middle of nowhere and your party is, they can be distributed across the country, across the continent. Uh, Roll20.net. I actually play with a buddy in Seattle. Roll20.net. Roll20.net. Buddy how in Seattle, you, buddy in Austin. How do you have time to do all this I weird stuff? I don't sleep. You clearly don't. <laughs> Why do you think I look so wired all the time? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it explains so much now. That's all the time we have left for the app show. I uh, want to thank Graham and Christina for 
producing the show and also hosting it with me uh, as well. This is Mike, Graham and Christina signing off. We'll see you again next week. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.